Hi, Anika. I'm good. Thanks for having me. It's my pleasure. So, I am very happy to have you on my show today and I'm pretty sure my audience is also really happy to have you on the show. So, before we begin, why don't we uh, why don't you give like a quick introduction about yourself? Sure. <clears throat> I'm Melissa Hope. I am an author of the new release, Sea of Kings. This is a middle grade fantasy about two brothers on a quest to rescue their family from pirates. And it's got monsters, mystery, and a little bit of magic. I've been writing for, I mean, I think it's been about 10 years at least that I've been doing it uh, consistently. And I received my bachelor's degree in English as well and so I've taken a lot of this writing that I love to do and I've shared tips and tricks for new writers on my author YouTube channel which is called Hopeful Happenings. Wow that's amazing. All of you should check out my um, YouTube channel it's amazing I've seen few videos and it's definitely going to help you a lot in your writing journey. Anyway, so on to our questions. So our first question for you is, at what point do you think someone should call themselves a writer? Well, you know, I think that writing, you can be a writer as soon as you put pen to paper, honestly. I think that some people have this notion that they can't really call themselves an author until they've published a piece of work. But anything that you create you are going to be the author of that work and so it's completely up to you what you want to call yourself but i think yeah as soon as you as soon as you really start to explore that talent that you have of writing that's when you can call yourself a writer yeah personally even i believe the same thing so that's really good to hear on like what your views are so the next question is have you ever considered writing under pseudonym and why or why not? Could you repeat that question, please? Have you ever considered writing under like a pseudonym and why or why not? On uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I didn't catch the middle word on. So like, um, like a pen name. Have you ever considered like using a pen name? Oh, a pen name. Yeah, I, you know, that's a great question because I did consider it. At the beginning, I had kind of thought that since the book that I wanted to publish, which was actually Sea of Kings, it really was a book that's for all, it's for all kids, but it does have a lot of boy adventures in it. So I thought maybe that may, made it feel more... Um, geared towards boys and so I considered changing my name to just my initials so that more boys would potentially pick it up but it actually isn't so easy to uh, market on social media if you have a pen name unless you're very consistent with using that pen name so since I was already on social media as an author 
using my real name, I decided to just keep my real name. <laughs> um, so that's really interesting because like many people um, I've interviewed so far say that they do not write, they write another pseudonym or a pen name because they have the fear of like maybe something they wrote in their book they don't want other people to know about, right? Oh, interesting. Yeah, I could see that. I mean, it's definitely a little bit of a barrier between your personal life and your professional life. If you have a pen name, people don't don't connect the two. But I guess, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, just that people who um, have pen names, they still do have YouTube channels, social media and all of that. Just that they don't keep their real name on those things. And sometimes they don't even show their face so that the people who know them really well won't be able to know who it is. The pen name on my book, since I'd already marketed myself uh, with using my real name. So if I'd been more consistent about it, I think I could have, but uh, I don't mind using my real name. Yeah. So. Another question is that, um, what is the most difficult part of your writing process? I think it's going to be different for everybody, but for me, I do have a hard time writing the first draft. I think that it's so fun. I have such a great time writing the outline and like collaborating with um, other authors on the editing process and getting like feedback from beta readers. I always find that really fun and invigorating to edit but first draft is always a little scary to me it feels like it feels very daunting so I think that's I mean there's some really good parts about writing the first draft but I do feel like that's maybe the hardest thing for me that's interesting because that's the same thing with me so even I write and for me also the draft the first draft is also kind of tough because like you do not know what's going to happen even with like the outline you have set for your book yeah exactly it's it's a lot to figure out all at once i suppose yeah because the draft the first draft is never the same as the final copy you have which you give to your reader it's always wide there's like a wide distance between draft one and a final like final thing right yeah definitely definitely it takes uh yeah it takes a lot of a lot of drafts to get to the point where it will be ready for a publication yeah because like the first draft is like your first time maybe pursuing that idea you may not have like um the correct idea behind what you're writing. Let's say you're writing a book about some topic you've never known before and you've not done any research and write a first job. Obviously that first job won't make any sense since you would not have done any research. That's the most of the time first drafts are not that good and then slowly you build upon it and at least after like five drafts you have like something which is good enough to get published. Mm-hmm. Or maybe yeah, more. Exactly. Yeah. So I know that you're a writer as well. How many drafts have you worked on in your current work in progress? 
Um, I'm I'm on my first job right now. Number one. Yeah, it's a Belgrade fantasy. Oh, that's exciting. Is is it kind of tough to get through it because it's your first draft? Yeah, it's kind of like my first draft, and it has Indian characters, Korean characters. It's very fun to write. Well, that is so cool. I I can't wait to read it one day. Yeah. Um. Actually, I have beta readers coming up now. So once the episode is done, I can share you a link, and maybe you can maybe beta read my book. Yeah, that'd be so cool. I'd love to see it. Okay, so <laughs> on to our next question. What advice would you give to a writer who's working on their first book? I think that a lot of us writers become impatient with the process because publishing can take a long time. It's a long time to write. It's a long time to edit, and then the actual—you know—if you wanted to traditionally publish, you're going to potentially have years in the making of going and querying agents and. Then those agents are going to take your book to publishers, and you'll be on submission. That's what it's called when they submit your book to to publishers and see if they want it. And then once a publisher picks it up and buys it, you still have to go through more editing and advertising, and that can take like a year to two years. So, I mean, it does take a long time, and I feel like um, patience is probably. Something that I would have liked to have learned、uh, when I was first starting out writing. I think just learn to be patient with the process and learn to be patient with yourself. You're not going to be,、uh, you're not. Your first draft isn't going to be a New York Times bestseller. You know, you gotta, you gotta work at it. You gotta improve your craft and and.、Uh, Yeah, it's 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 definitely a piece of art that ha- it takes time. That's wonderful feedback. That kind of advice, some advice which I think every young writer also should be following. So all young writers, young writers, young authors, everyone out there, you should definitely follow this advice if you want to. Yeah, so that's amazing. So one fun question is, if you could meet a character, what would you say to them? Could you sorry? Could you repeat that? Like, if you could meet your characters, what would you say to them? If I could meet my characters, it would be a little bit of a gong show, I tell you.、Uh, I think that it would be so fun to maybe like I would like to talk to my main character Noah because he's really smart and he has so much in his head that goes on. That he doesn't really like to share, so I think I would love to talk to him. And then other characters, it would be more fun to just hang out with them and go swimming or play a game, just kind of like be around them because they all have their different quirks and their different histories and and family life, and it, it makes them feel so real when you can just. Write the character and and just let it kind of like write itself. 
it would be really cool to meet them and and especially my two brothers. I would love to to interact with them and talk to them and play with them. I think it would be really fun. Yeah, that would be amazing because like I guess every author has like this dream like while writing the book they want their book to be so good so that the characters actually feel like they're coming to life in front of the reader's eyes. Definitely, definitely. Because you kind of yeah, go ahead. Because like every character if they do not come to life then i guess the essence or magic of reading would kind of like not be there mhm yeah yeah and i think something that does make them come to life is giving them flaws because everybody has flaws and so when you're writing your characters don't forget to make them human in that way give them some great amazing talents the heroes can be you know they can be fighting with magic and they can do so many cool things but don't forget to to make them human and giving them things that they're not so good at or personality traits that are not so heroic but that they're working on you know that that's what makes a heroine uh, or hero like it differentiates them from the villain is that they're they're always trying to be good even if they're not perfect yeah so um this is new thing i discovered recently which is that heroes are not the only ones which are there in books there's like something called shiro shiro is like heroines but then they gave them a new new name like heroes when there's like a heroine so then they change it to shiro which means a girl um heroine like a girl hero okay kind of like the feminine version of hero i thought I, of hero. the feminine was a heroine yeah it is both basically okay it's really cool like these days many new things are coming up people are writing more um, books with diverse characters with indian characters on the top it's really interesting yeah it's so great i love i i love reading about all these diverse characters because i do feel like growing up i didn't have that option there were like there were just less options uh for kids books that had characters from around the world in fact i just read yeah. a book um uh by Pyle Doshi Oh yeah and, I interviewed oh, her Oh did you really Oh my gosh she's so sweet Yeah Real the color of nectar right Yep yep that was such a fun book and I loved that she had put her own life into this book and her own experiences in India So that's that was fun to read about It is amazing I've read it twice You read it twice Oh I bet she loved it I'm planning on reading it one more time. It's so good. Uh-huh. Like since I'm also writing a portal fantasy, I'm like literally like making notes based on it so that I can get an idea on like how to write my own book. Oh, that's smart. You're definitely reading like a writer now. Yep. I um research and like find out how to do that and then once I find out I like find books which like are like, you know, something which my book is related to or maybe something similar and then I do it once I finish reading the whole Sea of Kings book I'm gonna do that with your book as well aww that'd be so cool 
you're, you're so smart, Anika, because that is crucial um, as you, not, a, not just as you write, but also as you try to get published, you should be able to know exactly what your competition is. Like, what are the books that are similar to yours? That's going to help you write something that is similar, but also different and unique. Yeah. And it's going to also help you when you're, if you wanted to submit to a publisher, like it's going to help you explain to them what a comparative title would be for your book. Like, oh, like my book is just like Pile Dashi's middle grade fantasy series or, you know, whatever it, whatever you feel like it's, it's similar to. It really does help yeah. in both areas. So one more question is, this is kind of like the last question, I guess. This is a funny question, but for me at least, when was the last time you Googled yourself and what did you find? Googled myself? Yeah. <laughs> um, that is kind of a funny question because it's a little embarrassing. <laughs> I think I, I definitely was keeping... I wanted to, uh, I wanted to keep my awareness of what people are seeing when they look up my name, because I do want them to find my website and I do want them to find my, my book, Sea of Kings. So I think I did, the last time I Googled myself, it was to see if I was coming up on the search high enough. Oh, good. <laughs> but, yeah, I'm not really sure if I, I figured out like a great way to do it except using keywords in my website to to help people find the right book. But yeah, that's probably why. There's nothing really there's nothing really embarrassing or anything about me online, I hope. <laughs> yeah. For me also like um I always like Google myself. The last time I did it was yesterday. So um, whenever I type my name, all the stories I've written in the past, like on websites or like the awards I've won, like the um, um, author of the year nominee thing on one of the websites and those kind of stuff, I always like type my name and I always find something on the other. And since like my podcast has like over 2000 views, it keeps coming in the search. That is so cool. You're definitely doing a great job right now. Thank you. Building up your platform. I'm really, really impressed. Yeah, and I've also published one book already. It's called Mix Full of Stories. Oh, wow. I didn't know that. Yeah, it was it published when I was 11 years old. What? Yeah. You're amazing. It was a short story collection, so it was, it was really short. That's so cool. Can you get it on Amazon? Yeah, it's on Amazon Kindle and Amazon. But That's so it's cool. definitely only an ebook available because I never got it published as like a paper book. So it's only available on like a as an e digital form. So Anika, do you have a author website that has all of your podcasts and your awards and your book in one place? Oh that I am actually in the process of making. So once the book which I'm I the book which I'm currently writing, that will go on to that as like a work in progress. 
I'm still like building my website, but until then you can go to my um, anchor.fm slash Nika674 and then over there you can find all my podcast episodes. And then you can also find it on Spotify and all the other podcast streaming places. Awesome. Anyways, um, it was nice having you here. Before we end this episode, I would like you to tell tell us like where we can find you and like how we can connect with you. Oh, sure. Yeah. So I do have a website that's called authormelissahope.com. And you can find all of my social media is on there as well as links to buy my book. Um, but you can you can just look up Sea of Kings on Amazon, Barnes Noble, uh, Target, Book Depository, basically anywhere where you can buy books, you can buy Sea of Kings. And um, and then I am usually using either my own name, Melissa Hope or my name hopeful happenings and that's for my instagram and my youtube and my twitter but it's all it's all on my website authormelissahope.com and and i'm very very welcome to talking with friends and and i'd love to hear from you guys so if you ever have a question you can email me or message me on a on a comment and i will reply to you that's amazing um I had a great time talking to you and yeah, is there any last thing you would like to add or any words of inspiration for young writers or any writer out there? Uh, No, no, I think that Anika, you are already an inspiration to young writers. So thank you so much for having me on your show. I really, I had a great time. That's great to hear. Even I had a great time talking to you. Okay. Okay, thank you. Bye. Thank you. Bye-bye.